0: One spooky monologue at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell.
1: <laughs> I'm Cassandra Fredrickson.
0: And joining us again today spooky. is Tierney Steele. Hello. Spooky.
2: <laughs> I also I'm a huge X-Files fan, and so now I'm thinking of Spooky Mulder. I call him Spooky, <laughs> spooky Mulder. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm Tierney Steele. I do not have a podcast on the X-Files. Yeah? Question mark? Maybe I need to do that.
1: <laughs> there you go. You yeah. go.
2: That that could be cool. Uh, no, I usually I'm talking about Tom Hank' '90s Tom Hanks movies. So this is quite a departure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so today we're talking about minute one hundred and eight, which starts with uh, Gimli saying, "What kind of army would linger in such a place?" and ends with uh, Legolas in the midst of a relic. A- the longest speaking part he has in this trilogy yeah, I'm
1: proud of him
0: uh he shall pass the door to the paths of it just we'll kind of we'll cuts off out. yeah to the to the paths of what where are we going
2: so I I'm gonna make fun of a lot <laughs> in these next couple minutes uh, oh yeah that's that's totally fine I have to give it up. this is excellent exposition. this is a lot of useful information portrayed in a natural flowing way not interrupting the storyline like how many other movies could pull this off where there is a solid minute of exposition (laughs) just one character telling you what you need to know about what's about to happen and it works that's amazing
0: (laughs) but this uh this is very silly with the camera angles, it's the yes, it's the way the this camera is moves. Filmed
2: in a very silly way, a very uh, beautiful location, which mm. I actually was going to ask if this was a real place because I'm looking at, like this has to be real. This is a helicopter shot, right? Like when they're yep, first this walking is through.
0: A real place that Peter Jackson has filmed in before.
2: It's gorgeous. It's creepy gorgeous.
0: Yeah, this place is called the Pinnacles, and when you can see a little bit more of it, it kind of looks like a drained fjord. Hmm. So there's all these big tall uh shoots of rock with all these eroded pieces of like smaller rocks and pebbles and sand just all kind of coming down off them. But it kind of looks like a drained fjord. It's almost kind of maze-like in places. It's these very thin stands of rocks. Mm. So it's interesting. Orlando Bloom says it it reminds him of the way you make kind of sandcastles as a kid on the beach. And then the pieces kind of fall away. They
1: all crumble. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that when you are here in this place, you can hear the sand and rocks slowly being pushed off by the wind.
1: That's so cool. Because everything
0: empties and it's so hollow all around you.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: So you can just always hear the movement of sand and rocks falling off these things. But it's a really cool location.
2: New Zealand is wild. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Peter Jackson filmed the scene here for his movie uh, Brain Dead, which is called Dead Alive in the States. There's like a like a fight scene here where a guy gets uh a, I don't know exactly what happens, but there's like a fight scene here, a guy gets his head chopped off.
1: Of course, it's a Peter Jackson, Peter Jackson
0: movie. <laughs> silly slasher movie. So th- that's the thing, but also in the abandoned uh 1996 Kong movie that Peter Jackson was in like pre-production for before it got scrapped and he moved on to doing Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. He had planned a scene here for Skull Island in that Kong movie, oh. which would have been a stampede of Brontosaurus through this place. Dude,
1: read. Oh,
2: that, my God. <laughs> that would have been awesome.
0: And in I the commentary, is just like, that. and of course, we won't use it when we actually, you know, in the Kong movie that's coming out soon because he's talking about it in the commentary. It's not in that movie because I'm not going to go back to the well three times. Mm-hmm. Twice is fine. <laughs>
2: Twice is okay,
0: but he he in the in the commentaries just like once they abandoned the Kong movie mm-hmm. and they were kind of getting their scripts together for Lord of the Rings, he's just like, well, I knew exactly where I wanted the paths of the dead to be. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: it it works so well. It's it's that atmosphere, that emptiness. It mm-hmm. it's really cool. You do get the idea that these are the only three people air quote whatever and two horses <laughs> these are the only five living things for mile you know they are just yeah. so isolated mm. it is so cool and then and then the camera starts playing going crazy oh my goodness it, that it
0: that weird white out transition is the thing that makes me go oh this just got silly <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? Like, why does it have that whiteout transition? Why couldn't you just cut? Just
1: mm-hmm.
0: and just it makes it seem like Legolas is going crazy. Like, the, the, <laughs> <laughs> like that's Legolas what the camera angles some are telling me.
2: Before they went on the paths of
1: the dead,
0: <laughs> like the camera angles would tell me that Legolas is going crazy. Like the guy getting more paranoid in a horror movie. <laughs>
1: See, I would, I read that as Eric because we see Aragorn more than we see Legolas, like we just hear Legolas talking about it, so Ooh. that to me is like Aragorn losing his mind.
2: So the first part of this minute, where it's him telling the story, but everyone is normal, is Legolas's view of what's happening, and then the, after the white-out transition is how Aragorn is perceiving this conversation.
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the look that he gives Legolas. Everybody's just like, like,
0: what the hell?
1: Like 40, like 40 minutes, 40, not 40 minutes, 40 seconds into the minute, he like throws Legolas this look that's like, hey, will you shut up? Like, stop telling a spooky story And obviously, like, haunting like, place. Is this, like, is
0: this something you picked up from humans somewhere?
2: Legolas is that camp counselor. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Legolas, Legolas is just, after my time in Rohan, I've discovered that. Human beings like to tell scary stories in moments of tension.
2: Oh my gosh. And I love Gimli's face when we close up on it. And then I horrifyingly started looking at Gimli on the horse behind Legolas. And I was like, that is someone trying to hide their face. Yes. (laughs) Oops. I, I just... I mean, I'm sure by this point in this trilogy, you guys are used to that, but I was like, oh man, now I'm aware of it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny too, because in the spin around shots, it goes so much around Legolas. It's just Gimli can't be behind him on that, wherever he is at that oh. that exact moment. There's just, there's no one behind him. He's standing on the ground, clearly. Yeah,
2: they're they're on the ground, but then they're back on the... I really like this idea that Eric Gordon is just completely losing it and seeing things that aren't there. And-
0: <laughs> Have you ever seen *Cannibal* the musical? Because no, there's I there's stuff in that that makes that is uh, this is very reminiscent of is some of the weird scenes <laughs> of people going paranoid and crazy. Oh my god! <laughs> I think that might still be on Netflix. I don't remember, uh, but that's uh, that's Trey Parker and Matt Stone. That's like the first movie, the first thing they ever did together.
1: Mm. I it is
0: bizarre.
1: Is that about the Donner party?
0: Uh no, but it it's I mean it's it's a similar situation.
1: Oh, oh. Nice. <laughs> uh it's uh.
0: Th- it's it's weird. The music, <laughs> the soundtrack is on Netflix, but it makes no sense without the movie.
1: Oh, you mean. Yeah.
0: Or on on Spotify, uh, uh, but it, the the soundtrack's on Spotify, but it makes no sense without the movie. It's not the kind of thing you can follow. <laughs> not really. Legit. Yeah.
2: I, I have to throw it out into the universe that I feel very conflicted because those two have done things that I just think are absolutely yep. brilliant, just dead on genius comedy of for the ages. And then it's just like, you just had to keep going, didn't you? And yeah. you're like, oh, no, you were always like this. So why didn't I mind it before? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever.
0: <laughs> yep. But- Pretty much.
2: But yeah, know. no, I definitely, the minute this camera starts zooming around, and it's worse than the next minute where it's just like, is this a horror movie? What is going we, on here? We
0: talked about this uh, real quickly at the end of last week, too, where it's just, the camera does that over the head shot as they're going through the camp with, like, the standing stones around them. And it's just, that kind of camera angle is a horror movie camera angle. It's just, we're about to oh, change the genre for a minute. I,
2: I love these movies. And I think Peter Jackson again, was brilliant for making them. Is he not good at ghosty stuff? Because it seems like every time they're trying to portray, like, ooh, it's spooky, it gets real cheesy real fast.
0: I think that Peter Jackson just likes to lean into the inherent silliness of paranormal stories.
1: Yeah, because okay. he, like, he, like, plays up the the camp. Oh, yeah. In that one, like, really terrible movie that we watched. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Bad taste? Yeah.
2: yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's it, to me for all the jokes and Lord of the Rings camp never comes to mind as an adjective for it mm. and so it feels very out of place here but I did appreciate again the excellent exposition and that it sets up this is one of the things that I remember reading the book before seeing the movie and like I was reading words, but I could tell I wasn't really getting what was going on. Uh And so seeing this movie was like, aha, Legolas is going to tell me exactly the backstory. And then I'm going to see that it is literally just Ghost Army. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: Like
2: there was a little part of me that I think when I was reading the book was always waiting for like the metaphor to be revealed. And it's like, oh, no, no, it is just Ghost Army.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, no. Literal ghosts. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Literal ghosts. For some reason, my brain could not wrap itself around that until I saw it on the big screen.
0: (laughs) Just, nope, no metaphors here for once. (laughs) We're just, actually, I mean, there's not really that many metaphors in the text of Lord of the Rings. Tolkien was very much, I'm telling you exactly what this is.
2: Yeah. For some, like, talking walking trees, not a problem. Hobbits, I was all on board. Like, I was in a fantasy story. But for some reason, I couldn't put myself in a fantasy story and a ghost story at the same time. Mm. Ghost
0: was just a bridge too far.
2: <laughs> ghost apparently was a bridge too far, which is weird because when I'm reading a ghost story, I love ghost stories. But then there also aren't usually magical, ele- like fantastical
1: elements.
0: But I mean, the the ringwraiths are ghosts.
1: Yeah, kind of.
0: I mean, they don't really have physical bodies anymore.
1: Well, they, I think the, they can do stuff. Well, so can these.
0: G- so can these guys. Yeah. Well, they're yeah. like
1: their their presence. I mean, their armor is physical.
0: Yeah, but I mean, so are the weapons, weapons of these are, guys.
1: I, yeah, I guess I don't like the ghost army. Just feels more. Um,
0: it's because ethereal, it looks, I guess, because it looks like ghosts. It looks
1: different. Yeah, because the yeah.
0: ringwraiths are in suits and armor and cloaks. Yeah,
1: yeah. And they're, these guys
2: could chill in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies.
0: Right, which is yeah, which is a sore Dude, point for Peter I, I Jackson. I cannot
2: wait to talk about that. It was just a weird combination in my brain where I was like, "Oh, I get it. I don't know that I like it, but I get it."
0: Yeah the the Pirates of the Caribbean comparison is a sore point for for Peter Jackson.
2: Mm-hmm. I am very sorry in advance, but <laughs> I will let you guys deal with that. I will just say no, but I did appreciate Legolas literally explaining like, "Here's what happened. Here's why we're going there." Get it, King of Gondor. I was like, yeah, you know, I got it. Thank you. you no,
0: know, about, about thirty-one hundred and twenty years ago, I'm just gonna explain what happened here to you.
2: <laughs> Some of us needed it.
0: <laughs> or no, three thousand like, yeah, it's, it's thirty nineteen.
1: Uh in the third age. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So like three three thousand and twenty years ago, I'm gonna tell you what happened here in these yeah. in these hills. In these hi- theer hills. 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 <laughs> <laughs> There's ghosts in them. the Numbnaar hills. <laughs> Oh man! Prospect and Gimli's face is just
2: like not down with it.
0: <laughs> uh you know, I I signed up to fight fight orcs, not ghosts, right? Not ghosts. But yeah, there's oh. some cool stuff here. You know, Isildur cursed them until they they their oath was fulfilled, and then he like starts speaking this prophecy.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. When he goes into, um, the, like, the vaguely, like, poetic, uh, language. Who shall call
0: them from the Grey Twilight.
1: Yeah, I was like, um... I'm just like, saying. that that's where
0: it changes, right? Like, that's the line that causes that whiteout and then the shift in the tone is the who shall call them from yeah, the Grey Twilight. Yeah, that's true.
2: Aragorn has been known to smoke a pipe while <laughs> talking poetry. I'm just saying. That's true. all
1: fits. <laughs> they have hung out a lot. yeah
0: this is just this is just legolas messing with aragorn and gimli
1: dude okay no okay i don't think legolas picked up this habit from rohan i think he's always had it
0: can you imagine like (laughs) weird morbid sense of things (laughs) yeah but not truly understanding death
1: like him and aragorn are like camped out on some place they're like hunting for Gollum and aragorn because aragorn is obviously the kind of person that just wants to sit in front of a campfire in silence and legolas Mm -hmm. is just like hey Hey, Aragorn! Aragorn, listen to my story. Hey. L- listen to my story. And he's just like, shut up.
0: You know the, <laughs> this this road that we're we camped beside. You know this is a road that a bunch of people took to the to what is now the the dead marshes. And I'm going to tell you this. Do big, you long think story. that
1: this is the reason he was going to ghost his friends last week? He's
0: just like, I don't need Legolas uh, telling me this spooky story yeah. that I already know.
1: When I'm already going to yeah. be in a cursed place.
0: <laughs> I don't need this right now, Legolas. <laughs> That's the best.
1: <laughs>
2: I now want uh, scary stories to tell in the dark, but narrated by Legolas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just it's just Orlando Bloom doing the doing this.
2: Yes. That would Every, be amazing.
0: It's just the it's just the crypt keeper, but it's just Legolas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and she never took the ribbon off. <laughs> yes.
0: He, like, gets up out of the coffin. He does, like, the silly laughing oh my and everything. God. Oh,
2: no. <laughs> But it's
0: just Legolas. It's oh, just... but
2: he would love that so much! Oh He'd have so God. much fun
1: doing that. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh. I love it. Fund it. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Kickstart it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'd, uh, I don't have anything, I'm anything here else for, like, for today.
1: Yeah. Like let's just be in a troll. Oh yeah,
0: I mean he's he's the Spock of the group. He right? has that like,
1: same energy last week though. Like oh yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> like he's the Spock of the group, right? Like he's the one that like makes the very he like explains things, gives very dry, yeah, <laughs> reasonings and explanations. Does that? But mean, also in, um, is like sometimes weirdly morbid about does it.
1: Does that mean Gimli is have- bones?
0: <laughs> yeah, he just doesn't want to deal with any of this.
1: Oh bless, yeah. which is bones. Oh. That's bones. whole
0: thing. He's just like no. Why are we here? <laughs> I'm a dwarf, oh, not a miracle worker.
1: That's hilarious.
0: Aww. Right, because nice. in every trio, there's a Kirk, a Spock, and a Bones. That's uh-huh. the rules. Now I'm thinking I didn't make the rules. Aragorn's
2: definitely, the Gene Kirk.
0: Roddenberry <laughs> did. <laughs> yeah,
2: but I I want it to be a later Spock where he's gotten used to humans, where he's like, "All right, now I know how to push your buttons." Mm-hmm. Oh, goodie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, that's the best version of Spock.
2: Yeah, yeah. I just had to specify. No, I I think it's funny, actually, years before I knew what Star Trek was, we used to play a game where you would run into a room, like, collapse to the floor, and you'd be dead. And my cousins or my dad or whatever would, like, try and move your arm, try and be like, "Jenny, wake up, you know, whatever. And if you lay there long enough, he'd lift up your arm, and you'd let it fall the floor, and he would turn to my mother and saw me go, she's dead, Jim. And that meant I'd won the game. And I had no idea that was a Star Trek reference until, like, decades later. Oh, that's so funny. So I have a real soft too. spot for, like, super early Star Trek dynamics.
1: I
0: mean, I I love DeForest Kelly. Like, uh, man.
1: How have we not made that comparison before?
0: Like, the trio to being Kirk, Spock, and Bones? Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that's, that's totally the thing. Like, it real Aragorn's, works
1: in this minute.
0: <laughs> Aragorn's the man of action. Legolas is here to explain things we already know and to make Kirk uncomfortable. Slash Aragorn
1: and and Bones and Bones
0: and and Gimli is here. And Gimli is here to just be like, "Why did we bring him with us?"
1: I thought you were gonna say Gimli is here to be like, "Why am I here?"
0: Why am I here? Uh, That's that's never quite that's never quite the energy Bones has. The energy Bones has is why are we all here? Mm -mm. Why are you here? Why is he here?
2: It sounds like it's a philosophical question, but it's not. He really wants to know,
0: right? <laughs> it's Why literal. is the green blood here? Just... <laughs> um...
2: <laughs> That's a fun energy to take into uh, the rest of the scene. By the right? way, right?
0: <laughs> right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> that makes me real happy. It fits it like fits all the way well. till
1: the end of the movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. <laughs> it does.
2: <laughs> they've achieved their truest form oh it's my like
0: God. like kirk is happy to be here spock is happy that he's here and bones is not happy that anyone's here
2: <laughs> also kirk is the one that did the flirting
0: Yep, yeah, he sure is
2: he sure is <laughs> Aww. So that was a lot more fun than i was expecting when i was like okay
1: the more I think about it, the more I'm just like, oh man, this comparison is so perfect. How it literally, how have we not done like come to this conclusion in over 500 episodes? Right, in our- and then
0: like Aragorn <laughs> and Legolas are all just kind of going off and doing their own thing yeah, a little bit, yeah. and then giving is yeah. just like, guys, why? <laughs> like when they're you know dangerous, the whole like dwarves and natural sprinters thing, like that's totally a bones deal. <laughs> that's 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 big bones it's energy.
1: Really The name of the episode yeah <laughs> nice
2: oh david Boriana's fans are gonna be so confused
1: oh, oh true <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny <laughs>
0: uh... all right
1: <laughs> we're clearly done
0: <laughs> as roddenberry intended uh... yeah so.
2: i was like not to take over your show but We're done here,
1: right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. So thanks for joining us today.
1: (laughs) How is it only Wednesday? I don't know.
0: So if you want to hear some more wonderful discussions uh, about movies one minute at a time, go check out the rest of the Dueling Genre Movies by Minutes podcasts, like Spider-Man Minute, which just wrapped up recently for the Sam Raimi trilogy. There's Back to the Future Minute, Rocky Minute, James Silent Bob Minute. There's a whole bunch of them. We're one of 11, so... There's a whole bunch more to check out.
2: You guys have me be, if you want even more, if you go to one my website, I have links to the four soon to be five podcasts I've done. Oh my God. You're a mad oh. woman. Although the <laughs> fifth won't be quite minute by minute. We broke it up. Uh, we're doing a league of their own. So we're <gasps> doing nine episodes. So we can oh, say I one love ending that movie. At a time.
0: I haven't seen that movie in a while, but I love that movie.
2: It's, it's so good, I teared up. Cutting the movie into the sections and getting the timestamp for it. <laughs> Just because you have to watch it, it's like okay, at the end of the scene, and so like we're watching the last few seconds, and I immediately started tearing up, and I'm like, what? No, it's been I, I it's been twenty seconds. I can't start crying. <laughs> All right,
0: we'll be uh, we'll be back tomorrow to keep talking about our our trio here, going through the paths of the dead. Ooh. Ooh. Bye. Bye.